0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started
1: by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR, Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brett Rutherford.
0: Well, hello, birthday boy.
2: (laughs) I know.
1: And Ms. Vanessa Ferguson.
0: Hello, birthday birthday boy oh thank
1: you <laughs> we celebrating so much <laughs> you know it, yes uh last week was my birthday but we were a little bit busy last week we had a lot of really fun things going on so Thank you for those of you that checked out our press junket on Strange World. That looks like it's going to be an awesome movie. And then, of Mm -hmm. course, thank you to everyone that's listened to the Idina Menzel episode. That was just a blast getting to talk to her. So now we get to dive into something that I wanted to watch for my birthday, as is tradition for Beyond the Mouse. And I needed to pick a movie that perhaps Brett was also going to hate and I would be okay with it. So I decided to pick captain america the first avenger and brett has some shocking news he's going to break the internet right now brett i hear tell that you actually enjoyed a film
2: oh stop i like going you know i was gonna play the game and well you know kirk oh no i love this film and when you you know when you said this was it i'm like going awesome finally i can show some love to both the film you choose and respect to you too how's that Oh Happy that's birthday. nice.
1: <laughs> that's nice. You know what's really interesting about this? I was trying to think about, you know, like, like so something. when we started when we started the Front Row movie reviews, uh Jeremy and I, the first film that we talked about was Avengers Age of Ultron. So of course, that was light years past this particular film. And so I don't know that we've actually gone back and talked about this film proper. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. Vanessa, what about you? What were your kind of thoughts when I mentioned that you have to watch an MCU film for this? (laughs)
0: An MCU Oh, cinematic! Because we can't just say Marvel, and we the, have to throw in the an Marvel acronym. Marvel
1: Cinematic Universe. Got
0: it. Got it. Right. It's your birthday. It's fine. Um, I was, uh, I was apprehensive. I didn't know which one this was, but as it turns out, I have seen most of this movie, and <laughs> uh, I. But I'm confused. Is this the first movie with that that you got to see, Mister um, America?
1: It is the first movie you got to see Mr. America. Yes. Uh, Captain America's first appearance in the MCU. There was, of course, there's a film from the 90s that was Captain America. It's a treat. You should definitely go on and watch it sometime. But in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we were introduced to it with Iron Man. And this is just a brief, 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 brief history of the MCU just for you, Vanessa, and maybe for some of our listeners, too. So we had gotten Iron Man, which was Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, and they really didn't think that that was going to necessarily take off. But when it did, they had actually already had an Incredible Hulk movie in the works. And this is the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, uh, which, of course, he is no longer the Incredible Hulk. What Who? did you have a comment I, on that? Vanessa? I saw, no, no, no. Oh, Who? my
0: God. Can I just say I saw part of that movie also <laughs> at the gym and I had no clue what was happening. All I knew like, was Edward it, what, Norton was Mark in Ruffalo. it. Where's
2: Mark Ruffalo? Neither did they. No,
0: I didn't even know Mark <laughs> Ruffalo was the Hulk at that point. I just knew, I just couldn't understand what Edward Norton was freaking out about. And then like all of a sudden he's green. I'm like, oh, okay, this is one of those marvel thingies. marvel
1: movies. But it turns out Edward Norton, not that great of a guy on set. So he was fired for Mark Ruffalo later really? on. Isn't that such but a bummer? Then- We go back to Iron Man 2, um, and then we had Thor. So Captain America actually ends up being the fifth movie in the MCU as it was coming together. And, of course, we had, like, these post-credit scenes where they were kind of hinting at the fact that we were going to get the Avengers. But the post-credit scene for this particular film is actually the trailer for the Avengers, which I, like... You don't even understand how much my nerddom went crazy when I was sitting in that theater and watched the trailer for the Avengers off of this film. Yeah, Vanessa.
0: What was the Thor one?
1: What was Thor? It was just
0: called Thor?
1: Yeah, it was just Thor.
0: That's it? Yes. Well, how did I miss that one? I've never heard of that one. There was no Ragnarok, no Thunder. Yeah, so Thor
1: Thor has had four films now. He had four. And then there was Thor: Dark World. And Dark World. Thor: Ragnarok. Heard of that? And now
2: Thor: Love and Thunder.
0: I am just. And Thor so will be back. Mm-hmm. Again with yes. a fifth movie?
2: I don't know. They didn't say what it was, but they said Thor will be back because I went. Oh, Thor will bad. return. I mean, maybe the Avenger. You know,
0: we still
1: have some time. But what I'm saying is that this film for me really kind of helped mold together that the fact that we were going to get the avengers and it was going to move forward also my my favorite comic book hero i just really enjoyed this film so much and uh deep cuts a little bit here but the director of this film his name is joe johnston do you happen to know what other 90s superhero type property for disney that he directed
0: Was it the rocketeer
1: it was the rocketeer (laughs) that makes so much
0: sense because these are the same movies (laughs) <laughs> this is the same movie. They, okay. I don't know what is with you and this John, Mr. Joe, but he, you both, of you guys love World War II flicks that have a superhero edge. I do not know what's. I, and I a took a Nazi notes.
2: connection.
0: Yeah, I'm like, what you know? is up with these? Craig loves Nazi movies. Uh, you just actually, love defeating those nazis it,
1: it Craig loves to defeat those Nazis I mean there's no better okay. villain in all of uh human history than the Nazis really, and so it uh, it's a great villain to have, although in this film it is a secret scientific force of nazis and that is the birth of hydra as well which hydra still plays into a lot of what's going on into the mcu even to this day really so pretty incredible stuff brett i saw you raise your hand i love that both you keep raising your hand in this like i'm giving you some kind of lesson about the mcu well
2: you are you're schooling us no i don't really have anything to 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 say but let's celebrate your birthday and talk about this movie
1: So I do want to mention that, and and this is primarily for Vanessa, who may end up rolling her eyes at this comment, but I don't know that I can stop myself from making inferences and references to the other Captain America movies while we're discussing this. So just throwing it out there. For instance, when we talk about how this is the movie that establishes that Peggy and Steve need to have that last dance, and we don't get that last dance until a decade later in Avengers Endgame. And that's that. why Craig's crying in the theater. That's, that is, that's when I this see. is established here. So we do need to talk about some of that stuff. Of course, um, I think it would also be really fun at the very end of this just to kind of speculate a little bit on Captain America New World Order because I kind of want to and it's my birthday. But I'm showing you what (laughs)
0: that is. I have yeah. no idea how we'll to speculate on just let him talk.
1: That. You know, it's his birthday. You know, yeah, go no talk about that. Yeah. Do, do what Brett normally does. Just let me go for it and just keep talking myself into a stupor, <laughs> right? So let's start into this movie. And just like we normally do with uh, how we... Yes, Brett? Yeah, no,
2: first impressions, because I got my notes here. Okay, know. yes. First impressions, <laughs> Brett. Go ahead. You take it away. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I mean, you, I loved this film, Craig. I love this film uh, because it's a great pe- it's, it's a great period inspired film. I love the look, the retro film style, and oh well i say, shall I say the filmic pastiche as it were, but it felt fresh and vintage at the same time, and I'm like going, how can you do that? And it was uh, I just loved it. I just loved it.
1: It's just such a fun movie, isn't it? Like the, the way that it's shot and like the filter that they use at it, like you were saying, Brett, like how it has that old timey, more like sepia type of tone to it, too. Oh, it's just it really, rich. Oh,
2: oh my gosh, yeah. it's, it's just gorgeous. Well, it's the production design is gorgeous, the costumes are gorgeous, the the time period, you know, is just really a cool thing. And also, kind of, the tone of it seemed very like of the forties, you know, mm-hmm. there was limited swearing. Um and that was just kind of it was just so charming in a way, you know. So like, kind of like I a bygone era a little bit. Yeah, and I mean it really it is was, almost like it's ripped that from was the original pastiche, comics. The you know that was the pastiche reference. Yeah. The
1: pastiche. Yes. You have to uh, look
2: that one up, sorry. It's it's a sondheim thing. Uh some Mr. Sondheim. Talked, you know, told me about the pop. Well, he didn't tell me, but anyway, it's a reference to follies. It's just kind of like this something that takes homage, it pays homage to other times and other sort of.
1: Speaking of another time, we're going to go to Vanessa now for her first impression.
0: Because I'm of another time. Yes. Well,. I liked this movie. I did enjoy it. I Like I said, I'd seen it before. So the first time I saw it, I thought it was good. But it was a little strange to me that poor, like, adorable, tiny Steve Rogers wasn't appreciated for who he was. And he had to become all bulked up with like man boobies and like buff arms and stuff and he had to be taller I mean that just I didn't love that message because I thought he was kind of adorable as he was I but feel that's like, fine
1: I feel like perhaps you um might have missed like the first I don't know half hour or so of the movie uh, where you know Dr. Abraham Erskine is basically going in and like Kind of showing you that you need to have that heart of a warrior. You need to have that. Like he needed the exact ideal candidate, and that is this little kid from Brooklyn who because becomes that, Captain America. Because at that basic training, there's all these other like meathead army guys, right?
0: I know, but and, then they had to turn him into a big buff Barbie man Ken doll. Well, you were yes. always
1: going to get super like super strength serum put into you. So even those like buff guys would have become more buff. I don't know. Like but I I love that. Actually, I love the beginning of this film in particular mm-hmm. because yes. it does do set like up it. like it does a couple of things that I think is really cool. First of all, we get the Howard Stark expo, which as Disney fans, honestly, this is like <sighs> I, I did. This is almost like how I would have imagined the 1964 World's Fair with Walt Disney kind of being involved. Like, I love that Howard Stark Expo uh, scene because you get to sort of see like what the future could have been. It's almost like Tomorrowland in a way. I
2: don't know. It's just uh, really what like film? I the, what the film or the or the land? The, the land. Both. I, I'm oh, going to say gosh. both. I'm going to oh, defend God. that film with you, Brett Rutherford. That's this is okay. my birthday. It's your you birthday. Get out of it's your here birthday. Oh, me. I love that film. yeah you get
1: out of here with all of that but no i i love that uh set piece that they do i love how they have that but then i also going into basic training and like steve having to try to like fight against getting a deferral for going into the army to begin with and then you get all of those great scenes like he he uses his intuition and they say that no one's ever been able to get this flag off of this pole well Mm -hmm. that was his mulan
0: moment that was <laughs> so Mulan. I was like bum burp, bum let's get down to business. Yeah, Steve Rogers, take out that. Defeat mm,
2: <laughs> the
0: Fima Huns.
1: So it showed that intuition that he had and then come on, the grenade scene. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that was really good. Yeah. Wasn't I that think great? I but I think that's what made me like kind of fall in love with him is like the this the for lack of a better word scrawny guy because he was so sweet to save the save peggy he's like go peggy get back i've got the grenade i'm gonna die for you it was so sweet and then they went and bulked him up but which is fine he was handsome oh, then too yeah. i just liked him i just like <laughs> steve rogers before okay okay i'll,
2: I'll tell you what the, both. when you watch this
1: film you can watch both that's true. Have a, the The like, CGI of him not bulked up has actually held up pretty well. Sure. Oh my like, God.
0: Written. Like the first time I watched that, uh, I was so confused. I was like, so did, did this, did this, I don't know. What's this guy's real name in real life? What's his? Chris
1: Evans. Chris, Chris Evans.
0: Evans. Chris like
1: Evans? huge A-list movie celebrity, Chris Evans.
0: I don't Gosh. watch Marvel movies, everybody. Listen, I'm <laughs> like your, I'm your great grandma when it comes to Marvel. I have no clue what you're talking about. No, but I, I literally thought, oh my God, Chris Evans, they, they cast him as a skinny dude. And then he got, because I knew he got buffed up from other things but then when he got taller that's when i was clued in i'm like there's no way they they made him taller so yeah. this must be fake this is computer yeah. stuff
1: they did a good job with it though because oh, sure. it does it does pretty much hold up i think and so seeing that transformation uh is just a lot of fun and then it gets into like this like you know i, I almost feel like as a marvel fan and i love the cosmic stuff i love like Uh, sorcerers. I love all of that stuff, but it's kind of fun just to go back to a beat-em-up kind of movie. And so as soon as he gets uh, transformed into basically Captain America, and he immediately goes and starts to, to take out that Hydra spy, it's just really cool to see him immediately come into action. And then that's sort of where our movie takes a turn and keeps going in that direction for a long time. I also love about this movie that You get what I think, honestly, the American government would do if they made a super soldier and that is try to use that super soldier to sell war bonds i mean to use them as a pr stunt right and i think that that's really neat that they wove that into the character because there are definitely some comics that that references to but you know i just think that like look at what happens i mean even in like a movie that clint eastwood did uh, letters to iwo jima they talk about how those marines that climbed up iwo jima then were immediately brought back to the states and basically put on tour to be like, hey, look at these heroes and trying to uh gen up some war bond sales because they that was important. So I thought that that was really neat. Um, and then going back to nowadays, uh, we did find out very recently, speaking of breaking the uh fourth, fifth, or maybe sixth wall here, but we did find out on record from Kevin Feige that it turns out that. Chris Evans hooked up with one of those USO girls. Oh, so I was oh. trying to figure out which one it yeah. was because the question was posed in the first episode of She Hulk Is Steve Rogers a virgin? And it turns out that he lost his virginity to one of the USO girls.
0: Aw, oh, that's gross. Why did it yeah, do that? that? Was a that's too that was, much. Anyway, come on. Some it was people, a fun some joke. Peop- it was the, well, some yeah, people it was I heard joke. doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I she, love that you. I, like I love that you love this movie, and you have just been talking about it nonstop. non-stop. I, don't, I haven't even like, <laughs> I haven't even I like let going. you
1: guys get into it like well, at not, all.
2: Let's go back to okay, the transformation, and I, I mean, every, I just want to go, ouch, 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 because he's running barefoot during. I, I mean, in this the city and all of that, and you know, going through walls and glass. I'm like, well, I guess that's part of the Captain America gig is tough feet. Tough
0: but, um, feet. Tough feet. I mean, a it, that should be, his my, his new little I be always my new cat's I...
2: race. Tough feet.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I See, and this movie was helpful because I think I had seen, I don't know what order I've seen these things, but I knew that he was a superhero, but he didn't have like any special powers. But tough then, feet. But then watching this, I realized, oh no, he does. He's like really tough because he can feet. crash a airplane and survive and then, crash a spaceship into the ice and survive 70 a, a years
2: store and, and the national into-
0: treasure starts and nicholas cage comes and finds him and thaws him out or something like that
2: i
1: appreciate that moira rose has joined our zoom <laughs> session right now <laughs> that's so great but no you're right Brett. uh tough feet for sure and quite the physique on Mr. Chris Evans when he oh comes out gosh, of that transformation that's not
2: fair i'm just like going where is that <laughs> juice i'm just He's got like going
0: big man boobies well big i mean ones. he Did was he them? was
2: seriously well anyway yeah they
0: but, were um, Doing something, my he's running. I was like, "What is this man?"
2: Sponsor or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's Johnson's silicone. <laughs> 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 anyway. But you know, anyway. I, I know you love
1: the tooch. So he dies early in. Oh this my god! Episode. Um, oh, in I a, love a, Stanley Tucci. So. That was
2: my favorite scene. I'm sorry to move to that, but anyway, favorite oh. scene when he is choosing Steve Rogers for his experiment and his reasons why. You so know? good.
0: And can we just say Stanley Tucci can elevate. Any movie and make mm-hmm. it amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's Everything. so good. Mm-hmm. Everything he does is excellent, and I loved seeing him. And Tommy Lee Jones too. Hello, perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of has that type cast Tommy kind Lee of
2: Jones character. But hey, yeah, that's okay. yeah.
0: But still, it's yeah. great. I'm glad that yeah. they brought in some really high talent. Yeah. to to you know go off play off of Chris Evans and
1: and if Anna McFarland, was... Peggy. This was really one of the first times that they were able to do that. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., when he was cast as Iron Man, people were thinking, like, this guy's washed up. This is never going to work. You know, he was not the Robert Downey Jr. that we know now. I mean, Iron Man completely reformed his image and did wonders for him. But then, like, Chris Hemsworth, uh, also, when you go back and look at that, that movie, uh, Thor, did have Natalie Portman, of course, in it as well, who had been a star of note from V for Vendetta, but then also, of course, the Star Wars prequels. But, like, beyond that, like, this is getting, like, some serious actors. And I remember when, after this, the second Captain America movie, when they cast Robert Redford, I was like, oh, man, Marvel is here like they are casting the biggest movie stars the most classic movie stars in the world are coming to this franchise and so it's really interesting like you said that tommy lee jones is definitely a huge caliber now he had been in of course he'd been in batman forever as 2 Face, so it's not his first comic book movie but certainly his character in this is a lot less of a like kind of tongue-in-cheek joke type of uh, character that he's playing. And he does a remarkable job in this uh, film as well. I really enjoy his portrayal, and I love Stanley Tucci. I love the heart, like you said, that he provides. And that's that scene where he's talking to Steve the night before getting the serum yes. mm-hmm. at the barracks is just wonderful. I mean, like, great yeah. dialogue, great interaction. You really feel it in that, in that scene. He does remarkable work here.
0: Really, really good. Really, mm-hmm. really good. I love
2: that oh, scene, too. We can't forget Haley Atwell. Oh, my gosh.
0: Mm. Who's Haley Atwell?
2: Peggy Carter.
0: Oh, no, that gosh. is Anna McFarland. I'm sorry, but that is... <laughs> I could not stop. Every time I'm like, why, why do I only see Anna throughout this whole... Fl-? And I have a theory on this. I think it's because I saw Anna in the lead of um, It's a Wonderful Life on stage. Oh, aha. Uh-huh. So now mm-hmm. she is forever... 1940s like that nineteen forties love interest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> In yep. That's that, that. I but could she, totally. H-
0: Haley was very good. Yes, I yes, could
1: totally 40. see that, and you know, of course, Haley Atwell uh goes on from this. They have Agent Carter, which, which is, is a TV so series. Good. It oh, is. It, was it really
2: so was, good. uh and the the it lasted what, Brett? Two action. seasons. Yeah.
1: Yeah, two seasons on ABC, and then now she's uh, what in the What If series? It was presented this. Um, so, What If Vanessa is basically when they take these Marvel I stories and they
0: know what What If is because <laughs> we got the screener for it, and you made me watch it.
1: Oh, you're right. So I did. So you did see the Captain Carter episode? I forgot.
0: Wait a minute. Where... No. So, see, wait, now, see now you're saying she... yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because she becomes Captain England,
1: yes. Captain Carter. Is what they oh, call her. Okay. Oh, okay. But Captain the Inger. shield
0: is a <laughs> Union Jack y- Union...
1: It's because Captain Britain is actually, that is actually a real character. And so they haven't introduced him yet. So I don't think it's. I think they wanted to keep that as a potential for the future, maybe. I don't know. But they call her Captain Carter.
2: Seven multi-universes from now. I don't know if I'm going to be in for that one. I will. Sure, I will. And
1: And then uh, she is in multiverse of madness as well she's in one of the multiverses as captain carter and i will tell you that that does not end very well for her
0: oh no i I haven't seen that yet
1: no i haven't seen it it's it's rough
0: <laughs> it happens to
1: captain it's carter a multi-
2: years, it's a multiverse so you know she's she's still kicking it somewhere. oh yeah
1: no she she for sure can be back and uh but and actually if you look at that uh avengers campus poster that they put out at d23 expo for the new king thanos ride which all by the way listeners really? brett was so kind to give to me happy so birthday I have it.
2: and now, i like so, to give you free things that yes. and, the, and the marvel comic book yeah. The, oh, oh did I yes. bring that up again? You did, yes. actually.
1: Um, you you really did. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, on that on that display, it has all the different Captain Americas, and they did include Captain Carter on there as well, which is really cool. So, this uh, what I'm saying though is this movie really spawns so many different things for these characters, and it really is built on such a solid foundation here by Joe Johnston, who is able to bring us this great World War II film, basically. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Joe Johnston also was really heavily involved in the visual effects side on projects. Some projects you might have heard of, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, and maybe even Star Wars as well. And so like, you kind of see in those like he really understands adventure and he understands Mm -hmm. moving the story along this movie clocks in right about two hours and 10 minutes and that first half an hour is really the transformation beyond that we really start to get into a lot of the beaten up hydra and learning who the red skull is this doesn't necessarily have a lull at least for me someone that really enjoys this yeah vanessa
0: was raider of the lost ark again another one with nazis Yes, <laughs> we have a theme with this person. Joe Johnston has—he has a preference on what he likes to film.
1: Well, do you know what his most recent Disney film was? No, no Nutcracker in the Four Realms, which I believe only Brett oh, saw out of the Fourth island.
0: Realm, full I, of Nazis. It was
2: very beautiful. <laughs> the Fifth pretty. Realm is Helen, just Nazis. Yeah, Ellen Marin and yeah. So I, that can we? Last, that was his last
1: uh, film for uh, Disney, I believe. They do have still like doing
2: uh, stuff. I hope
1: I on his IMDb page, chance. I think that they have listed that there's been an announced Chronicles of Narnia uh, reboot, and he's supposed to take that. But yeah. I haven't heard anything about that.
2: Is that a Disney Plus?
1: I don't know because Chronicles of Narnia is that like C.S. Lewis? I believe that's all owned by Disney. Um, okay. Certainly, Disney's well, the one that brought him out before. So okay. I don't know. But, and of yeah. course, they're, they're also David, uh, Awellaboo is doing his Rocketeer sequel. I don't know if Joe Johnston might be ultimately involved in that. I hope that he would be because that would be wonderful if he was. So, I don't know. We'll see what Joe's up to from here. But moving along, I also really enjoy the the storyline that we get between Bucky and uh, Cap. And I will say that this might be kind of going into that territory where Vanessa may say she didn't think that this worked in the movie because dear listeners, before we logged into the Zoom, <laughs> she made some very disparaging comments about <laughs> the man who would become our winter soldier bucky barnes so go ahead vanessa the floor is yours
0: yeah okay well because during one of the series i guess that was on disney plus everybody's talking about bucky bucky this bucky that Malcolm i'm like the who winter that? soldier who the heck is Bucky? And then y'all were like, oh, you gotta go back. You gotta watch it. And (laughs) I did watch it. And this is the problem with Marvel. You miss one little thing and you're totally confused by everything that happens later. So I guess I did watch Bucky. You
2: are totally confused.
0: But Bucky is not memorable, okay? Okay. He falls off a train and out of (laughs) my mind forever. Okay, so let's
1: recap quickly the one little moment that We're Vanessa capping. says she missed, um, perhaps when they go out on the town while Bucky is getting enlisted and going into the army, Vanessa missed that. Um, I missed it because that's when, the only
0: time they say, hey, "Okay, thanks, Bucky." And I was like, "Oh, that's and then, Bucky."
1: And then when Bucky is trapped and Steve goes and like liberates his whole platoon from Hydra in like mm-hmm. the middleish part of mm-hmm. the movie, mm-hmm. there's yeah, that but did too.
0: Do they say?
1: Bucky? He does point? come up and he he does he goes up to Tommy Lee Jones and he says, I'm looking for Sergeant James Barnes. Exactly. And James Barnes is Bucky.
0: Exactly. Oh, if you're Vanessa, not paying you attention to a program for at this thing? That one what part of the, the movie, deal? oh suddenly you're an idiot because you don't know who Bucky Barnes is. I didn't is. say you were an idiot. I'm just saying say. during that whole TV series, and when everyone went, Bucky this, Bucky that, everyone's like, I can't believe you don't know who Bucky is. Didn't you watch Captain America? <laughs> well, I watched it.
2: Oh, that's the TF, the, the front row network thread. Yeah, you just gotta stay away from that unless you really go know in what's there going anymore. on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark place. But you, you know, then Bucky does have basically his whole own movie in the Winter Soldier, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And then, There's of course, a... he plays a prominent role in uh Captain America Civil War. And then also he is, he's uh, of course, in part of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame as well.
0: Wait, isn't he in a TV series? He is. Uh...
1: Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
2: Hmm. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Can we talk Let me, about Let's steer back to the to the movie uh, that we're talking about <laughs> just briefly. Was there a favorite scenes or are we talking about production? Can't... What are we doing? No, I'd what like... we're talking about. Go ahead, Vanessa.
0: I want to talk about Captain Octopus and his Tetris cube. Hey,
1: wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not there yet. I do oh. want to comment on uh you two are rushing me. I, I feel like I could I could, no, I'm I could no. be in this space for like the next like, Oh my six gosh. Days, okay. I,
2: I'm having flashbacks to like grade school parties where everyone ate cake and then threw up. You know, I'm just <laughs> I'm, like going I'm like just you I'm glad that you're enjoying this, Craig, but I am having a little bit too much cake. Go ahead.
0: I'm definitely enjoying. a throw no, up.
2: All I will say is
1: that I think Sebastian Stan... Is a, a really good fit for Bucky because I instantly see that chemistry and that camaraderie between uh Bucky Barnes and Steve Rogers and kind of those kids growing up in Brooklyn, but Bucky is always the one that's bigger. He's always the one that is like being looked up to literally, but then also metaphorically to by Steve. And so I enjoy his character a lot. And I love the tonal shift that he gets when he Ooh, does play shift. in the winter soldier, because in this first movie he is just so america's boy next door kind of thing like you you love this kid and then in the next film spoilers for vanessa who may or may not have seen it uh he becomes like this programmed like assassin and i love the shift that sebastian stan gives he's a great actor and is able to kind of play both sides of it extremely well
2: what film are we talking about, Craig? I, I'm like, oh, we're having a Marvel fest. That's okay. Oh, no, was I, I, I told you I, I was going to talk a bit about all bit? the captains yep. America. So, yes, America. No, it's your birthday. It's, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to behave now.
0: Also, and if you, you don't want to watch these films, pro tip for our listeners who have not seen these Marvel movies, you can go to Wikipedia and they will tell you about Bucky Barnes. And then all your mysteries will be come clear. You <laughs> know, I think. That is what I did.
1: Uh, we should say, uh, and I was going to mention it at the top that we're going to be introducing Patreon for all of you, and so I think we should do a Patreon level where it's just me talking <laughs> to you about the MCU. Like we could set up our own call, and I will just break down everything that's happened in the MCU for you. And I think that's a great it'll idea. Be, it'll be like a twenty-hour tier. Um, and then <laughs> we can just chat about it. It'll be great, but no, I okay, so moving the ball forward from there, let's talk about the red skull because he is <laughs> hugo weaving um does a a wonderful job here, and that is your captain octopus, I believe is what captain you called him Captain octopus <laughs> yes, and are you calling him that octopus. because the hydra head? Looks like an octopus, is that?
0: Yeah, on the car. Okay. Because okay. I thought Nazis were coming, and then they weren't. It was Captain
1: Octopus. This is this is a Nazi science division, secret science division, led by the Red Skull. And so the Red Skull is uh has always been Captain America's biggest enemy. Um, and so he's the one that basically throughout all of World War II and all of the comics that you see, even in the film, they're self-referential in this film, and I love it. But you you always see him fighting uh the red skull and so it made sense that this would be his villain in this particular film and i absolutely love hugo weaving's portrayal of this because it is it comes off as so sinister and so evil he does a really good job with this he never returns because he absolutely hated being in a marvel movie but man he does a good job here
0: yes i bet benefit, i bet you i know why i know i know why I like he going, hated it he didn't know who Bucky was either, and then everyone was, you don't know who Bucky I is. I've been a Red
2: Skull his despite his face, cut off his nose, despite his character. I don't know. Well, he is a skull, so I mean, he wouldn't have had all that cartilage,
1: right? Oh, there, okay. oh okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, how did you feel about the like the costume or the um, visual look of the Red Skull? Was it, was it scary? Nursing? Was it? Did he <laughs>
2: it do it? Did, did do like a good going- job? Yeah, it was scary. Go ahead, Vanessa.
0: I loved the build-up because he does such a good job of leaving little clues that he's wearing a mask because he he constantly like pushes up. Now, I do it to make my face look skinny, but he was doing it to keep (laughs) his mask on. He was pushing up the side of his face, his skin face, his little skin flap there. But then, when he was getting his portrait done and it was all this red paint and i was like oh i bet he's red why is he why is he that guy using so much red paint and then i was paint. also like oh. i like this villain because he appreciates the arts
1: <laughs> yes yes he is a a nazi that appreciates the arts for sure
0: well
2: um, there's there's that he has that redeeming quality mm-hmm yeah, for
1: sure. So, no, I, I really do enjoy his portrayal in this film as well. I think that we have talked about our main characters for the most part. We um didn't get a chance to talk to about some of the more tertiary characters, but I do want to make sure that we move on for all of you. So, Because I could talk about them all day long. Really? So, uh, Brett, I believe you yes. wanted to talk either production design or or
2: your favorite scenes, and I will let you know. How about either. production? Let's go to okay. production. Okay. okay, my comment, perfection, moving on. <laughs> it's really good, isn't it? Like, they did it's a gorgeous. really great job. It's just gorgeous. And even, like, the scenes, like,
1: um, in the tents and stuff like that, that, you know, you d- wouldn't think of that being something, or, like, in the barracks and uh, the rain, in the kind of, like, you know, secret underground shelter. The the scene with like the blonde girl that's like, Come here, Captain America and she kisses him.
2: That's who it
0: is. I did not like that. No,
2: that's not. She wasn't. You didn't like that scene? I
0: did not like that. Well, it established this
2: awkwardness and this sort of of Peggy Carter thing.
0: Mm -mm, My man can punch through glass, but he can't tell this gal to step back. He didn't have enough body strength to move her away from his necktie. I don't buy it. I don't think so, Steve Rogers. You done Peggy wrong.
2: <laughs> it, was, it was a different time. Oh, I have a question. I don't know yeah. where this is going to fit in, but do you think that Howard Stark and Peggy Carter, did, you know, had, um, uh, well, anyway, knew each other? I don't mean that in the any sort of. Well, maybe I do. Um, you mean, did you they know, besides, fondue? Did they, you know, besides the fondue joke, which you know, I mean, talk about the layers of of, of fun in that. Oh, the fondue. Yeah. Anyway, well, do you know,
1: I'd have to go history? back and watch. I have do to go have back and history? watch Agent Carter, but I do know that Howard Stark played a, a prominent role in Agent yeah. Carter as well. I don't so. think
2: they'd ever established a romantic situation there, but there was there was, you know, there was some slight tension there as though something perhaps might have happened besides Fondue. Yeah. I don't know. It's that was easy. just my question. I was gonna ask you, Birthday Boy. You know, because you, I'm, you are the encyclopedia of. Mar- I mean, them. like, I'm positive
1: that there is some relationship somewhere in the comics okay. because this this comic book character has been being written about for eighty years. Um, but I wow. don't, okay. nothing comes to like immediately okay. to mind for me.
2: Okay, they just enjoy cheese. Okay, good, I get it. So, Fondue. Mm-hmm. Vanessa.
1: Anything that you want to say about the production design, the look or feel of the film, anything that you, anything you want to comment on there, or we can talk about some of your scenes and then we can even move into what you might not have enjoyed as much.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think of my favorite scenes and we've already alluded to several of them already. I mean, I I really did like this movie a lot. I loved the, I loved the pole scene. It was so Mulan. I loved it, and I loved him finally like doing the the U.S.O. tour type stuff. Mm-hmm. That was just really it was a it was a really like fun break mm-hmm. in the middle of the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the 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 second half is a lot of it's a lot of violence. It's it's a lot of a poundy lot of bang, poundy, bang, right? Bang, bang bang guns and punchy punchy, and then we crash an airplane twice. It's a lot. It's not, it's not very lighthearted in the second half. So, um, you know, I thought it was fun, but it was, it lost me a little bit in the second half because it was so action, 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 action. It was, thing.
1: And, uh, but it does also introduce the Tesseract as well, which of course we later find out is an infinity stone. So oh. it starts to build that up as oh. something that is used. Yes, it's the, yes?
0: So I knew that I I did. I did know those things, but I'm confused as to why Mr. Stark was able to find this very teeny tiny stone in the ocean, but he could not find Steve Rogers. What happened? I think he did like Peggy. He knew. He knew where Steve Rogers was and he left, <laughs> he him. Knew, he he knew
1: left him in the Steve's ice. Alive he alive
2: the entire time. That, he, knew ah, it. he saw that they were interested. So, he's, you know, so he, he said, was in touch with Hydra to get all of that going to get Steve out of I'm, the picture. I'm
0: just saying he took an opportunity. No, I, I think he saw the Steve Rogers giant plane crash and was like, to heck with it. I'll leave anyway, him there.
1: That's, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Brett, did you have any other favorite scenes you wanted to talk about? Well,
2: I wanted to talk about the music because I love oh. the music. Alan Silvestri Alan Silvestri. Oh, I love all of his work. I love all of his work. And it is just so wonderful and iconic and brilliant. And I was wondering if he wrote, um, you know, the theme song for the... Um, you know, for the USO tour thing, you know, I'm like going, did I they bring in did. Mark Shaman for that one, <laughs> you know? To oh, punch that's it true. They it. might have. I don't know. Um, but I, I will it. say, I love the music and it's just, he's so good. Wow. I I'm 100% agree with you. See what he's doing next.
1: <laughs> I would 100% agree with you. I will only say that I absolutely love the James Horner score to the Rocketeer, and I do feel like had James Horner not died, he probably would have scored this as well, and I probably would have loved it just as much as Alan Silvestri's score um, because I, I enjoyed both of them. But they both have this, like, quality to them that they're really good at the uh, capturing, like, the nostalgia and patriotism that you would need in something like a world war ii themed like old hollywood style um film he they're they're both able to really draw that out and sylvester of course like this theme it it evolves over time as we've gone through now three captain america films and as we start to look for a fourth but it's it's still there like the the heart of it the foundation of it is still there that theme is still there and it's really cool so 100 percent agree he's he's remarkable um but vanessa is there anything that you wanted to talk about before we go into things that might not have worked for you anything that you'd like to talk about here
0: can i just give props to that kid because i love that scene where the the bad guy who has stolen the thingy and then he's running away and mm-hmm. then steve rogers is chasing him and you see what happened was then the bad guy grabs a child and then he throws the child in the water and you think oh steve rogers gonna go save this kid. And this kid's like... (laughs) go after him I can swim
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that isn't that a great change like, oh
0: my god that's it's such a funny moment because you're so expecting this kid to be suffering and it's like this kid's hilarious like go get him
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's in like his little like newsy outfit
0: <laughs> yeah I know it's so newsy it was so cute newsy outfit.
1: yeah it's so oh. great and he's just like he's just like go get him cap and of course yeah. he doesn't know his cap at that point but still <laughs> no that's who's on that's wonderful <laughs> I think that we talked a lot about the things that I really enjoyed I will say all of the scenes with the Howling Commandos were really cool. So that's the group of people, Vanessa, that they go to the bar with and then they are going to go and fight the Red Skull with. Um, Because I love how it's like to see that whole group that you've been reading about in comics come together on the screen for the first time because they were not ever brought into the other previous iterations Mm. of Captain America that came onto screen. And so I would, gosh, I could see like... I would love to see like movies with those guys. Like it's just awesome. I love all of that. But beyond that, I think that everything else was pretty well covered. So let's go into things that didn't work for this for you in this movie. I will tell you mine, and that is absolutely nothing. Oh, absolutely nothing. nothing? Every everything worked so well for me in this film. Uh, I could watch this film all the time. I love Mm -hmm. it to death. So I'll go to Vanessa.
0: The one thing that I didn't care for. Bucky. In this movie no no I mean like no Bucky's fine I just don't know why everybody's not my case about me not knowing who he was Bucky's fine Bucky does a good job good job Bucky okay my one thing that I didn't like was you can't tell me that this old broad running the store saying like oh it's good weather yes but I always carry an umbrella That she did not know how to work a machine gun and kill that man she had a machine gun and the guy only had like a little pistol and he still managed to get out no that lady has seen some stuff her. she yeah. knows what's up she has been through it there was a whole nother war before this but <laughs> she has had it work that gun Vanessa
1: have you ever seen Star Wars have you ever seen how bad at firing little laser blasters the stormtroopers are if oh, yeah, we meantime. are
0: going to bring in a whole nother franchise, <laughs> I can't even take you seriously.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> all franchise right. at a time, one cake at a
0: I'm time. I'm just saying, why couldn't they off. have like some goofy dude mess up with the machine? Why you got yeah, to Yeah, why did they have to off old lady? the old lady?
2: That's sad.
0: Yeah, come on. She sad. was good. I, felt I liked bad. her. I
2: felt bad. Well, they offed a lot of people in that scene. That's true. With no blood. But, you know, it's PG-13. Oh,
0: no. That one guy, he got hit in the head with a boulder. And he had blood on his really? face. Fi- do, oh, do you remember that. that? In that, when they travel back to the Renaissance in the beginning, and then they had the hidden <laughs> uh, Tetris oh, cube right, in the yes, wall.
2: Right. And then the they, they
0: he blows through the door, right. yeah, okay. and the guy gets h- hit with the boulder, and he's with bleeding the
2: <laughs> with a little boulder. anyway there's that oh see that's it oh yeah that's no that's no that's the boulder no the boulder boulder injury
0: everybody else gets shot no blood get hit with the boulder gushing everywhere
2: well vanessa brings up you know the boulder joke because that's from the because that's from the jungle cruise ah another reference but anyway some people take it for granted but it's you know it's just a boulder, little boulder. Anyway, sorry. No, that's another. I, joke.
0: No, that's from Mary Poppins. That's from you. Mary
2: Poppins. Well, I'm mixing up my Disney references. You but are. that's okay. It's just late. Cut everything. Um, well, let's see. What didn't work for me? Well, everything. Okay, Craig. Everything works for me, but on multiple viewings, honestly, you know, and like tonight, just when I before I before we did this, I make it to the middle i get you know they're liberated and that's where i stop the that's where yes. i stop the film
0: that's yes. enough
2: for me on multiple viewings you know because i'm like going you know i mean if i mean i like the whole th- i really do like the whole film but um it just gets where do i what do i think it, it just gets a little slow there
1: okay but, i get it but that's I, only on multiple, I like the, that, that gets into only on multiple like... viewings it leaves the, the lore a bit and it gets more into the beat em up um, kind of thing when we're going yeah. into the Red Skull and all that. As long as you appreciate at least half of this film, that's far I better than any choice I've ever had. I appreciate uh, for all of it. My i birthday. said
2: my caveat is on multiple viewings. That's where I kind of take a nap and do the Vanessa thing and fall asleep.
0: I have a question What other birthday movies have you made us watch?
1: Jennifer? I probably the rocketeer, I'm sure. Uh, well, I know mm. I made you watch. Oh, that yeah, the and then Mr. Think, Holland's Opus uh, as well. Mr.
0: Holland's Gosh. Opus. Mm. No, was Sorry, it? The that Rock- was a twit. I don't think we. I don't think you made. I. Th- I know you told us to we watch it. I chose
2: to watch that. but that was yeah, but that wasn't a birthday, birthday one what, I Mr. Holland's you? Opus.
0: No, 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 the Rocketeer.
2: Oh, the
1: Rocketeer. Well, you know what? We might not have established birthdays yet because remember it was Brett. I I started. It was Brett in the November when Brett celebrated his birthday from November first until February twenty (laughs) second that year. That was was uh, a big
2: business year.
1: Uh And then that was also the year we pushed your birthday birthday from December to January.
2: Well, uh, I think we're going to have to. Can we do you as the Christmas episode this year, Portland. me? Yes.
0: No. No, No, we cannot. (laughs) No, my whole did you just life. Ask,
2: did you just ask the
1: person that's born around Christmas if we can count it as both?
0: No, no. <laughs> no you cannot no, no. count my gift as no. both. No. no, I was That's my whole th- life. Th-
2: <laughs> I was like, going, we could have you as the Christmas, your no, birthday movie Christmas. I don't think so. Christmas.
0: Nice try. No, it doesn't I thought, matter well, how thought you thought word it. Honoring, it, it I thought that all right,
2: was honoring all right. you. All right. Uh, let's go back to the birthday cake. Before I'm, we...
1: Before we go here, because I do know that we're coming up on an hour and it's actually late at night and I'm surprised that um, we're all still together as much as we are. But I will say I wanted to just talk very briefly about the direction that Captain America is going. So, of course, and I've said this a, a lot of times on a lot of different shows, but they make a decision at the end of Avengers Endgame to give the shield either to go the Ed Brewbreaker route or the Nick Spencer route. So like, do you give it to Bucky Barnes and you give it to the winter soldier or do you give it to Sam Wilson? And of course we give the shield to Sam Wilson. It makes a hundred percent sense to me because I think in America right now, we desperately need a black captain America. And I think that giving it to Bucky Barnes, giving it to the winter soldier it's, you know, I, I there's a lot of story that can be given there. Um, that arc Ed Brubaker is really great at espionage and everything else. We get a little bit of that from captain America, the winter soldier. I mean, basically that thing plays like an Ed Brubaker comic would, but I really enjoy all the arcs that we get with Sam Wilson and with him as captain America. Okay. And in particular America coming to terms with having a black captain America. Uh, and there's a lot going on right now that I think can be referenced quite well in Captain America New World Order which we did learn about a bit more about at D23 Expo um, in particular we do we did know that Malcolm Spellman was going to be writing the screenplay he's actually the one that wrote Falcon in the Winter Soldier, so they continue to have him. They did also recently announce that Julius Ona is going to be the director of this film. He directed The Cloverfield Paradox, and he's a Black director, which I think is great. It'll be another Black director next to Ryan Coogler, bringing us wonderful Marvel films here. And I'm just really excited to see where this property continues to go. And I have to say, I, I hope that we get cameos from the old guard at some point, but I truly do not want... Chris Evans or Steve Rogers in this movie. And I don't think they're going to go that direction. I think that Chris Evans had made it quite clear that he really doesn't want to come back unless it's a lot of money. Um, But even for a cameo or something like that, I really do hope that they keep Sam Wilson as Captain America for this film. And I'm just so excited for 2024 when it's going to come out and you better believe I'm going to do a full disclosure on that film and going to be really uh, excited to be able to see that on screen because Sam Wilson as Captain America is just fantastic. It's a great story. Sam's got a great background. It, everything about it just totally makes sense. And I'm excited to see where the franchise continues to go from here. And I think it's got a really bright future ahead of it with Anthony Mackie as Captain America. So I'm excited about that. That's all I wanted to say. All of you rolling eyes people trying to distract me from my great monologue on Captain America. It Brett, was brilliant. While I'm here brilliant. talking about And I wasn't America... rolling my
2: eyes. I was yawning. I'm here, Sorry. I'm
1: here telling the. America needs a black Captain America, and Brett's over there, like, what? No. No. What? I
2: I was not, I was, no. I'm, you know, it's pumpkin, it's pumpkin spice season, and it's after, oh my gosh, it's almost 10 o'clock. So I, you know, I'm, it's clearly, if it's pumpkin spice season, I'm going to be a pumpkin before long. Anyway, on a Sunday night. Oop, that's when we're recording. But we're celebrating, Craig, for as long as you'd want. If you, you know, if you said that I had a birthday from November to February, let's just, you know, go the rest of the year for you. How about that? Well, thank oh, you. Both. Nice
1: thank you both so much for coming to my Captain America love fest. Vanessa, <laughs> you look like you're trying to say something.
0: No, I just uh, during your monologue, um, I was trying to remember what happens at the end of the end game. Cause I know that the one guy, he gets the shield, but then was Steve Rogers old? Cause he went back in time.
1: That's exactly what happened. So, okay. what happens was um, at the end of Avengers. Oh, Endgame... you have to
0: tell me again because I didn't I say it right that quickly. time? No,
2: that's that's that a
1: little quickly. That's a little birthday splaining there,
0: but that's
2: okay. It's your birthday.
1: No, no, no. Real quickly, I'm just saying, so basically he takes the Infinity Stones back into time. He's going to put them back in the places where they found him, where they found them. And then um, he ends up staying back in time. He has his dance with Peggy. So in the future, he's an old man now. And uh, he knows that Bucky and Sam are going to be there seeing him off. And so he meets them there on a bench and gives Sam the shield.
2: Well, why are you the going, helicopter why that he you hear this... before that, is that him arriving? I'm sorry, what's that? Wait, there's a he... helicopter sound, sorry. There's a helicopter sound during that scene, pre- the preceding that scene. And I'm like going, it's it's so distinct. I'm like going, is that, is that you know, Steve Rogers? Is that Steve coming Rogers just flying in? Helicoptering Maybe. Helicoptering in? Watch it. Okay, I'm sorry, Vanessa, to interrupt. Go ahead, please.
0: I just... I don't understand any of these movies. I just why I watched it, but why did he put all the stones back? Because noticed he's just gonna go back and he's gonna find them.
2: No, so to, no, they had to they had to I mean put the timeline back to where basically it was you it. had they to. It's a multiverse, so you don't care, right? It was <laughs> it was explained
1: by uh, it was explained in a very short scene in in game that you have basically oh. have to put the stones back where you found them. Oh, it was
0: a very short scene. Like it, that one was as short I will tell as you, that, that hey, was a Bucky. very.
1: <laughs> and I am I am blanking on the character's name, and so many people are yelling it at their podcast app of choice it's right fine. now. Um, the the immortal one, the not immortal one. Um. Oh Ooh. goodness! Uh, it's Tilda Swinton's character in Marvel.
0: Oh, oh, from the Doctor Strange lady. Uh-huh. I Doctor know her.
1: Strange lady. What is is that character name? You're you're a ruin and cred as the Ancient One. The Ancient One. So the Ancient One explains to them that you need to put it back where you found them. And so that is what they do at the end of Avengers Endgame. But now we have come to our endgame. And here is where we would like to talk to you. Briefly about something new that we are doing on Beyond the Mouse. We've asked, been asked by listeners before if there's ways to support the show, and we are bringing you a brand new way to support the show, and that is through signing up for Patreon. It's an app that you probably are familiar with as far as other podcasters go. We do have three tiers available, anywhere from $3, $5, or $10 a month that you can support the show. There's some cool added benefits like a private Facebook group uh, on all tiers, and then as you go more Or you can do things like choose a topic for the show that you want us to talk about. You might be able to pick a movie that Brett enjoys if you can find them. There's only a couple of them out there, but you might be able to find another one. And then you also at the $10 tier could become a guest on the show as well. And there's some other benefits that go with it as at two. So what we'd love for you to do is to follow us on our social media platforms, but particularly go to beyond the mouse podcast pals, because we'll be announcing it in there. And we'd love to have you sign up and support the show. We're kind of, you know, it's it's been a, a really wild ride these last couple of years, to be completely honest with you. And we have no idea where it's going from here, but it uh, this has been something that actually has been requested by a couple of people. And uh, we are really grateful to you that you would want to support the show. Mm-hmm. And so we would be very appreciative if you check out that Patreon and uh, we'll see where that goes from there.
0: And to Just- show you how much I appreciate it. If you pick a Marvel movie for me to watch, I will watch it. I may not understand what's going on, but I'll be there.
2: <laughs>
1: Bonus points if it has Bucky Barnes at all involved in it for sure. But any final thoughts as we wrap this thing up? We'll go to Brett first before he falls asleep at the microphone.
2: <laughs> oh, well, well, first of all, happy birthday again. Let's celebrate for quite some time. And thank you for choosing a movie that I really love because I would rather be in agreement with you, Craig, than in disagreement. Now, there's room for both, and we don't have to think the same, but I do enjoy when we do. So, uh, yeah, so um, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, love it. Love you too. Happy birthday, dude.
1: Well, Brett, I uh, certainly, and this is not at all any kind of anything, but I just wish that you have a really good week, Brett. So, uh, mm-hmm. Vanessa,
0: any yes, final thoughts? Yes, I will tell you as well. Happy birthday. And I really did like this movie. I may come across as a bit naive on a few Details, but I really enjoyed it. I, this was great. I, I asked what movies you'd picked for us before, because this is by far my favorite that you've oh. picked. And it may just make me want to watch. All ten thousand of the Marvel movies that are out there. The good so. thing is,
1: I have now built in. You know, for next birthday we can do Winter Soldier, and then the following birthday we can do Civil War. I mean, this is great. i so. do
0: Winter
2: Soldier, but I'll be Civil War. Oh, I'm like, I hate it when mom and dad fight. So
0: you'll mm. be ninety five <laughs> by the time we finish
2: watching <laughs> that's right.
0: all these marvel films
1: that's right well if this is your first beyond the mouse uh first of all this was a rather uh cheeky beyond the mouse i think we uh we were cheeky. doing some we were doing some talking over each other and everything else we talk <laughs> about parents fighting whoa um but We do have a lots of really great episodes in our past uh, that you can go and check out. And of course we'll be producing some great episodes in the future as well. Just find us and searching for beyond the mouse on any podcast platform. Also, like I said, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram beyond the mouse pod. We're on Twitter beyond mouse. And then we're also on Facebook in two different places. Beyond the mouse podcast is our page, but beyond the mouse podcast pals is our group. So go and check that out for sure. We have some really fun stuff coming up in October. Some of the stuff we don't want to necessarily announce yet, but I will say that Brett had a great conversation with some of the folks that were attending D23 Expo 2022. And I believe you're bringing us that soon, right, Brett?
2: Yes, it's coming. Yeah, rather it, it was uh, trying to get everyone together um was a challenge but we've gotten them all we'll get them all together at least it'll sound like that anyway <laughs> so yeah i'm looking forward to that it was really cool to hear everyone's stories and everyone's takes on the experience because the majority of of everyone who was there was this was their first d23 ex, ex, expo experience they didn't have to sleep on the floor so as far as i'm concerned they're all wimps but anyway they had a great time and it'll be great to hear all about what they said
1: I'm really excited. And you even have a special podcast pal joining you, but let's not spoil it here. Go check us out again next week for that. And then um, we also have dropping as a bonus full disclosure episode coming up in the very near future. As you're listening to this, it is quite likely that you could have been watching Hocus Pocus 2 this entire time. So I'm very surprised that you listen to us. Um, we actually are going to have ladies night for Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> right, Vanessa? We're,
0: we're, we're, um, uh, we're going to have the... Um, uh, beyond the mouse sisters <laughs>
1: yes so Whoak. do you want to tell us Another who will be joining morning. you for for your hocus pocus <laughs> two recap
0: sorry what was that i was doing quotes from the movie i didn't hear you who, who
1: will be joining you for your hocus pocus two recap
0: oh well that would be none other than my beyond the mouse sisters b bonner and anna mcfarland
1: Oh, that will be just great. I can't wait to listen to that after seeing the movie. It's finally here, guys. We get to see Hocus Pocus 2, and I'm so excited for it. I'm also really excited that you continue to listen to us. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. And thank you for all the birthday wishes. It really makes this Captain America lover very happy that you do that. So it's been a great night, and I know that Brett needs to get to bed. So for Beyond (laughs) the Mouse, I am Craig.
0: I'm Vanessa
2: and i'm sleeping no i'm (laughs) Brad.
1: and we will see you real soon in the front row gotta be in the front row of captain america new world order right in 2024
2: that's not that far away that's not that far away you
0: can you just explain to me my tickets yes what what do i have to go
2: yes